Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude Podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Pat Chinetti, joined tonight by a cast of color- colorful characters. From all the way across the pond, Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. I agree 100% with that statement. From right outside Epcot's gate, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. And sometimes I wish they didn't. But not tonight. I am so glad that you are here, Dave. And hey, a you very... need me. That's a valid point. And a very special guest from the tri-state area, New Jersey, to be a, be exact, from Wish Upon a Cookie, Tori Liebchen. What's up, guys? Boo! Dave, you didn't <laughs> tell him he needed a line? Honestly, that was the one thing I forgot to do today. Uh, we can re- redo that if you want to restart that. Tori, I no, forgot to tell no, you. No, no. We're, no we're, already, we're already going. It's, this, this is like live. You know, we got to just go with the flow and see what happens. But, geez, you set him up to fail right off the bat. That's <laughs> it's been a, In my defense, I've been at Islands of Adventure all day. Uh, oh, ooh, yeah, yeah. My life is just I'm so local. hard. I'm local. Yeah. Anyway. I rushed, so, I rushed home from Universal to uh, record tonight. All right, so so Dave, obviously you being the the local yokel now from you know our podcast, uh, give us a little taste. What, what's it like being at Universal right now? Honestly, uh, believe it or not, even with all of this nonsense going on, uh, I'm actually going to advocate for people for taking trips down there, down to here, because yeah, the hours of the parks leave something to be desirable because the parks closed at six today. But um, the, there's, it's not too crowded. There, people socially distance in the in the line queues. There's uh, markers on. Everybody kind of follow. Everybody kind of follows them. There's team members that kind of remind you about your spacing as you're going through the lines. Yeah, wearing the mask can be hot. Uh, you know, there there are tricks for that. You know, I, I put some gold bond powder on my face and everything. That kind of like gives a little cooling feeling to it. Uh, the masks that uh, Universal is selling are very breathable, so um, they actually and they feel silky on your face. So that's actually nice in a way too. So honestly, the way the way uh, Universal has been doing this, I have been very most impressed. Uh, I feel safe in the parks over there. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go check out SeaWorld when they open later on this week just to see how they're gonna handle it. But uh, honestly. I would actually consider possibly maybe if, you know, maybe not take the children, but if you have like adults or something, I would maybe consider if, you know, after all this stressful time, you want to get away, you know, might as well at this point, roll the dice, come down, enjoy the park store in the day at night, you know, whatever resort you're at, you know, go to your pool, whatever, because they'll be starting to open. Or what you can do is go out into Orlando and experience some of the smaller, lesser-known attractions. You know, there's a lot of mini-golf places. There's go-karts all over. There's all sorts of play. You know, all sorts of really good restaurants and everything in uh, in the Disney area on I Drive, and even in Orlando proper. You know, there's there's things to do. You know, might as well maybe make it a different vacation and. You know, just wear your mask, social distance, and you should be fine. I must well, admit, I've seen a lot of vlogs. Obviously, the, the fact that it's been closed for so long, every vlogger and their granny was there this week, obviously putting them out. And it does look as if Universal have actually got it knocked in the head. There's only one person that actually 
was sort of not that happy. Uh, and he was saying that, you know, the, the virtual line queue wasn't working. You know, they couldn't get anything to eat till later on because uh, none of the restaurants were open earlier on. But again, it's his first week back. And I think at that point, it was the, the annual pass holders that were going. So they were sort of using them as guinea pigs to try and roll out the... See, I went that day and I Everything found it to happening. be perfect. Somebody yeah. in the Universal Orlando Facebook group po- posted a tirade just ripping Universal to shreds and people just jumped all over him because, you yeah. know, I was going to comment mean, because I had a I had a great experience that day. Yeah, I mean, everything looked good. I mean, obviously, you know, the, cast me- or the, the team members were saying, you know, put your mask on if somebody didn't have them on. I've got the... The, the use stops as well, you know, mm-hmm. so you can take your your mask off mm-hmm. and have a breather for a while. And it did look as if they actually knew what they were doing. Yeah. Now, medically, also, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was that. Also, medically, if you can't wear a mask for some reason, you know, uh, really uh, severe asthma. I mean, it it does kind of i'm gonna say that that mask does kind of hinder your breathing a bit in terms of it it's the air is a lot heavier so for something like that they are aware of stuff like that you know you just go up to guest relations and they will give you a wristband you know they're going to tell you that you that you assume all risk by not wearing the mask but they will give you a wristband that they'll see you wearing that wristband and they will they will not harass you for uh yeah wearing not wearing the mask the other thing too is as you get onto every ride, right as you're about to board, they have to give you hand sanitizer. So they yeah, have, I saw that it was actually getting yeah. handed out by a team member rather than actually having it on a stand. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a wee bit weird. You know, I thought that you would have come through the queue and had to pump it yourself rather than somebody actually pumping it in your hands. But I suppose yeah. it's to try and make sure that everybody yeah. gets it they have, rather than it's just these little, it's it. these little bottles. There's a couple little blips with that. I mean, there's going to be some... I guess they're going to have to have that as a uh, point of contention also that there are people that might uh, not necessarily be able to use the hand sanitizer because of just skin skin irritations. But, you know... You know, first week back, you know, I think they've done a great job. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, Disney's... And they're constantly cleaning. the size of, yeah. size of Disney. But, I mean, getting it so... Being the first major theme park in America to open up uh, is a great feat, you know, and it'll just ramp up every week. I mean, obviously they were doing it, I think it was Shanghai, uh, they were doing it, it was every every week they were trying to get another 5,000 folk in. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it shouldn't take that long to get up to sort of speed again. I did see that coming from the hotels as well, you know, rather than having to go through the line when you get to security and or just before security, you actually get a band. You know, your temperature you're taken in a hotel yep. so that you don't have to do it again, which is another great way of obviously, you know, it's a great incentive to, to actually stay at a hotel, you know, so that you don't have to go through lines and you can just Well, I will say that uh, that temperature check is really quick. You know, it's yeah. a small, they push a button, you go in terms of that. So that's, that's not as much of an issue. Um, when the... Restaurants are like cruise ships now. When when you go in, um, even quick service, they seat you, they ask you to use the mobile order, they bring the food, they bring the food to you. Before you go in, though, they ask that you have to uh, hand sanitize in front of them so that they can see it's been done. And then afterwards, I mean, I, my my app my app crashed when I was trying to order, so they had to bring me up to the register to make my order. And then they they gave me my drink there, and that someone brought me my food. When they bring you your food, they ask you to actually take it off the off the tray that they bring it. They don't touch your food or anything like yeah. that. Um, they, you know, that you need napkins or anything. Everything is just placed on, and you have to take it off, which I was kind of impressed with. Also, so I feel safe. It's something that um, you know, maybe if you're a parent, I don't think you might necessarily feel comfortable right now yet putting your children on a plane but if you're more the adventurous adult type you know i feel safe i would recommend at least an adult trip at this point if, if, if which, you can make that which i think is funny because the three adults you're talking to right now actually cannot go 
they're not allowed. <laughs> they're actually not allowed into the state of Connecticut, the state of Connecticut, state of Florida, being from Connecticut, New Jersey, and from yes, you know, but, across the pond. Yes, but. <laughs> but by the time by the time Disney opens, they will be because I I believe ah. the cutoff date for that is. Uh, at the moment, I heard July eighth. You don't have to do that. that so that was it. It just got extended. Seriously? So they, yeah, it just got extended. And okay. today we're recording in what's today the ninth? Yeah, today's the ninth. It was just extended, and they do not have an actual date of when it is finalized as of yet. So anybody from the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, uh, we'd have to quarantine ourselves for fourteen days. Which hey, you know what? If I had to get down to Florida and quarantine myself for fourteen days, say like in an amazing. DVC resort like Animal Kingdom Lodge or the Poly or anything like that. That would be fantastic. Yes, and it would speak, be. in speaking of that, you know what's amazing? You where you can get points to stay at these amazing resorts where? from DVC, DVCresaleMarket.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the market for DVC, we put our money where our mouth is. And what I mean by that very simply is this: I just sold a contract through DVCresaleMarket.com. I've been talking about it for a few weeks. If you go back a few shows, I talked about it. I used Derek um, as my agent, and I could not have been happier with the service that was provided. We sold our larger poly contract in a week. In this, you know, in this crazy times, in a week. And what was awesome about it, very simply, was this: it wasn't just Derek working for me. I got calls from um, agents in California, agents, uh, different agents in Florida, offer after offer after offer. And I was able to talk to them either online, through email, through phone calls, even through their website um, for, on the computer, dvcresalemarket.com. They have a chat feature. I was able to do stuff on their app. It was an amazing experience. It was so simple to do. Um, and now we're in the process of right of first refusal. So, you know, fingers crossed that actually I don't really care if Disney buys it. I'm not the I'm not the buyer. Um, I'm the seller. So. Um, we got to wait about 30 days right now for right of first refusal to go through and then, you know, a few other things. And hopefully we turn that money into a bigger contract um, somewhere else that will still use dbcresellmarket.com. Um, when I say in the past they treat you like family, I could attest to that. No doubt about it. They do. Um, we went with this, you know, we started originally working with dbcresellmarket.com because friends of mine actually used them. Um, and they were friends with Nick Cotton, the um, person who owns and is the the big cheese over at dvcresalemarket.com and that's where it all started and now i know for a fact by using them myself they are the best they sell an amazing amount of um dvc resale they have all the knowledge they're all from dvc originally um actually working with disney so if you want to want a company to sell or you want a company to buy from with the knowledge and the know-how of dvc Go to dvcresalemarket.com. Tell them the Mickey Dude sent you. Awesome. All right, Dave. So why don't you do your thing for a second? All right. Corey, since you're joining us today, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your love for Disney, uh, how it came about, uh, your uh, enjoyment of the parks, as much information as you can about that. All right. Uh, well, I've been a professional chef for a little over 12 years. Um, I would always go with my buddy while we were in college on summer trips to Disney. Um, after taking a little hiatus through like high school, you know, you always go when you're younger. Um, and then you just, you know, refine your love for it. So then uh, when Michelle and I started dating, we would go three times a year. Uh, you know, sometimes more. This year we got canceled twice, obviously. Um, but we met, we were working together. Uh, we worked at a kosher restaurant together for a combined 15 years. Um, she was the manager turned pastry chef. And one day she just looked at me and she was like, how about, you know, let's start looking into work for ourselves. So we started developing, um, you know, cookie recipes and ideas. And we just really wanted to run with it. So then when quarantine started, um, it was really the best time to be like, you know, we don't have a job right now. So let's try to, uh, let's try to work for ourselves. Okay. And we have been uh, pushing uh wish upon a cookie for about a month now and we wanted to have you on because you do some really intricate work with your cookies and everything and you can make you can work to all sorts of designs and get all get really creative um, for our listeners start watching our social media we're going to be uh, featuring uh, Tori and Michelle's work and 
next couple of months. Uh, Tori, just tell us tell us about some of the work that you do and some of the some of the art designs you've been able to, and how you actually create these cookies and what what goes into it and everything. Um, so pretty much what we wanted to do was just have a, a slightly different experience than a lot of other cookie places because if you you know Google sugar cookies, there's a lot of it's a lot of the same. So we just wanted to be different, and both being giant fans of Disney, we wanted to work that into. You know a lot of stuff that we do but it's absolutely not limited uh to disney you know right now we have graduations and father's day coming up um you know we put we bought a 3d printer so we could literally print out any cookie cutter you could think of um any shape any size uh we have projectors for pre uh, precision line work um just to try to take like the fine dining aspect of our savory life and bringing it into uh, the more sweet pastry side. Okay, and so what are some of the more memorable Disney designs you've been able to create for um, patrons? Uh, I mean, I'm a Pixar guy, so anything Toy Story that we do, um, you know, we'll do like the Andy's uh, markered boxes for uh, like Woody playing with the toys from the beginning of Toy Story 1. Um, we do really good slinky dogs, hams. Uh, we're, we have a Tangled set coming up that's due in two weeks for somebody's birthday. Um, and we have, uh, we printed out little Mickey heads that have a graduation hat on. So if we do end up getting Disney fans, which we already have a bunch of orders for, we can do Mickey heads with the graduation cap and their name on it, which is something a little different. Okay, and we all got to, uh, except for Steven, who will eventually get to, uh, because of the, uh, long uh, shipping and, you know, uh, I guess the uh, laws of sending food overseas. Um, <laughs> we all experienced your uh, May the Fourth Be With You set. Can you tell us a little about some of the designs than that one? Uh, well, our May the Fourth set um, blew up because we actually had time to market it this year. So we wanted to take inspiration from uh, the new Star Wars land. So one of our cookies, for instance, was based after the Coca-Cola can that you can buy inside of the park. That one was so cool. I love that one. That was like, because <laughs> it was just so unique and different. And when I saw it, I was like, you have to be kidding me. So yes, that was so cool. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that was, uh, that was Michelle's brainchild. You know, just as we're looking at pictures and trying to find different inspirations. And then, you know, you go with the hits, you go with the Chewy, um, you know, Stormtroopers, Darth Vader, like, you know, all the big ones. But we just wanted to take it and, you know, add the little extra with something that you can really only seem to find in the park. I was very excited to get the child. <laughs> All right. And Pat, what goes good with cookies? Obviously, Dave. I would personally, you know where I'm going to go. We're going with Joffrey's coffee. Now it could be hot. It could be cold. It could be iced. It could be shaken Jamaican iced coffee or Jamaican me crazy, which you turn into shaken Jamaican, maybe a little acelier. I don't know. Maybe we should just hear from our sponsor themselves. Actually, we'll be hearing from you. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's that's a good that's a good voice I hear in the background that's coming up right about now. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory yep that guy's voice is like pure <laughs> gold I was that is say, sweet and silky i was gonna say that voice is like honey and sticky as it too <laughs> that is awesome um <laughs> i get a kick out of that sorry um nor normally the funny thing is when I'm listening to shows that I'm not on, and if I hear that we did that instead of an actual read-in and we did the uh, recorded one, I always just listen to make sure I hear your responses because they're always classic. So, all right. So on to actually tonight's topic. And speaking of, you know, cookies and food and all that stuff, I got kind of hungry. So this week's topic actually works well with me being hungry. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't at all because we are actually planning our last meal at Disney. 
So rules are very simple. You can go anywhere in Disney, and that's going to be anywhere in the Disney World, galaxy, proper land, wherever you got to go to get a drink, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. It could be anywhere. You know, you could do anything. I did lay some groundwork down. Um, you know, I, if Chuck was going to be on, I had to actually be really specific with the rules, but since we're not, but you could take a buffet, you could take an item off of a buffet, but you cannot take an entire buffet and make that your appetizer or your entree or your dessert. I know some people might want to, but you cannot do that today. So we're going to go drink first, then appetizer, then entree and finish it up with delicious dessert. But actually, since we got, you know, the cookie king on right now. Um, who makes like talking about um, putting our money where our mouth is when we actually got those cookies they were I, I'm just going to be honest like I was with dvcresalemarket.com they're delicious so it, it works out so you know maybe that will be our dessert you know going from you know wish upon a cookie I don't know well if you if you order our lots of cookie it does taste and smell like strawberries are you kidding me <laughs> yeah, we make it happen oh that's fantastic that is so awesome all right, so we're going to start with Steven on your last Disney meal. So you can never eat at Disney ever again. All right, this is very sad. I know, cry, tears. Um, what would your drink be? No, oh, wait, we can never do it again? I was just thinking this would be our last year, last time this year. Oh, no, it was, I thought you made ever. I thought you were going to pop your clogs after this. It was it was like you know like you 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 went to Disney jail and you got your last meal. That was my thought process behind it. But hey, you want to make it the last one this year? Do you want to make it right before it got shut down? Whatever, I don't really care. It's, I mean that's whatever just depressing. you want. Oh, I know. I'm just busting your chops because it's just so I'm much just, fun. I'm 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 a dark soul kind of person. You know that. All right. Anyway, Steven, your drink, please. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, you know, I only ever go like once every two years anyway, so. Every time I do go, it could be my last meal whenever I go. So I'm going to head over to Kona Cafe at the Polynesian, uh, and I'm going to have a tropical macaw, which is Karuba coconut rum, which I've just, my birthday was last month, and I got a bottle of coconut rum Bacardi, and oh, oh you wouldn't believe how good this tastes, you know? So nice. I really, really like the coconut rum just now. This is so you get Karuba coconut rum, a melon liqueur, which is probably going to be a Maduri uh, with pineapple and cranberry juice. You know what? You can't you can't beat doing anything at the poly. That's for dang I sure. Know. I know I, I know I just sold my poly contract. That's not you know that's neither here nor there. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. But I think that's a really good way. It's it's tropical. Gets you really in that vacation mode. Uh, walking in through the poly, getting that smell as soon as you walk in. Heading over, getting that. That's a really good, that's, you know what? If you're going to start a last meal, Stephen, that's actually a really good way to start it, if you ask me, but you didn't. But yeah, I'm if I could get it in a that. pineapple, if I could get it served in a pineapple as well, that'd be it. <laughs> uh, you know, I bet you if you asked really nice, nah, probably not. All right, Tori, what are you doing? How are you starting your last meal off with what kind of drink? All right, this was super hard. I narrowed it down to three, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Bloody Mary from the refreshment port at Epcot with the blue cheese stuffed olive and the chicken finger. Oh, yes. That's like a meal in itself. Please. <laughs> See, Dave, we have to, just with that answer alone, when we do a snack crawl, we have got to have Tori back on for that because he just found like a loophole because he got an appetizer and a drink all together. This is true. <laughs> we, we should go back to the whole snack crawl thing because menus have changed. So, that, that is true. Honestly, though, I'm with that. That's such a great answer that I'm kind of curious to see what the other two he was considering were. What, what, what were the honorable? I know, Pat, would you indulge this? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. What, what were the, the honorable mentions? mentions? Uh, the honorable mentions were the habanero lime margarita from Disney Springs and the spicy blackberry margarita with the ant salt rim from the Mexican Pavilion in Epcot. Nice. Those are all good. I can't. I, I like. I like the. I like. I'm trying to. I'm gonna make a guess here. You got a spice thing going there. You kind of like some spices. Just <laughs> yeah, there seemed there seemed to be a theme for the drink. <laughs> no, all great choices. Your honorable mentions are fantastic too. So I had a couple too. So I might indulge. But let's see, Dave. How about you? Well, what do you I'm got for drink? I'm going to cheat and indulge because I'm going to tell my my honorable mention now on this one. But 
Uh, I'm going to go by the, with the old standby, and I'm also going to the Poly, and I'm going to Tampu Lounge, and I am going to get my absolute favorite drink, the Lapu Lapu. And yes, Stephen, I will be getting it in a pineapple because Lapu Lapu <laughs> on that. And this is just, you know, this is just basically just pure rum, just soaked in a soaked in a uh, pineapple. I like to get it right before a um, holiday party, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, or Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, and get myself really sloshed, and then get on the get on the boat over <laughs> to uh, Magic Kingdom. And while I'm st- while I'm still while I'm still uh, really buzzed, sometimes I kind of sneak a little bit into my water bottle and I kind of just, I, I, I order a second one and I kind of sip it on the way up Main Street. Uh, no better no better feeling than uh, riding It's a Small World drunk. <laughs> I I, how do you even ride in It's a Small World anymore after you did it oh, for whatever, I, I, 24 hours? I love it. It's the greatest. Oh, it's gosh. Disney. It makes me <laughs> happy. Great. All right, so what were your honorable mentions? Um, I was going to go with the uh, moonshine flight at homecoming because nice. this is a good night, you know, and I'm living it up, so I'm going to start I'm going to start off I'm going to start off feeling no pain. Yeah, there you go. That's one way to definitely do it. All right, so for mine, Dave, my honorable mention actually was the Lapu Lapu. I was going to go with that. Um, and I already mentioned the other um, honorable mention. Literally, if you want just something that non-alcoholic, just a, a sh- great wait, drink. Wait, wait, just... wait, wait, wait. No, what? No alcohol in Disney? This is, a, this is, this is, a, I know, I know. We're talking about right, bright and early in the morning, like before anything opens. Again, no alcohol in <laughs> Disney? <laughs> get the, get the shake in Jamaican from uh, a Joffrey's cart. It's there. It's cold. It's refreshing. It's fantastic. So that's my honorable mention. But my actual thing that I'm going to get, I am going into La Cava in the Mexico Pavilion. And I am getting the Maelstrom Margarita. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Good choice. Yes. Uh, tequila Milagro Blanco Mango Puree. Orange liqueur served with habanero peppers, blueberry, basil. And this is the kicker. The tagine chili powder on the rim for the <laughs> win. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Love it. I will get it every single time I am in La Cava. May I also so. add that I, I got my uh, Lapu Lapu also and to uh, give a shout out to our friends over at three sheets of the mouse which is their emotional support pineapple drink <laughs> they those guys those guys are amazing um if obviously we you know we're, we're all disney nuts but if you want to take your disney podcast listening to the next level head over there it is for an adult audience um but it is it is a hysterical and phenomenal podcast so definitely go check them out they are awesome all right, Steven, we are going from drink to appetizer. So what do we have on your list for an appetizer? Well, next trip up is to Coronado Springs in October. Uh, that's if I ever get out of the UK. And if the NBA are going to not take yeah. over the whole place. <laughs> so I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, but I'm going to head to the Maya Grill uh, in Coronado Springs. And you get the Camerons, which is the tempura rock shrimp, avocado mousse, mezcal, mezcal aioli, black sesame seeds served in a corn tostada. The mezcal aioli, I mean, oh, that, that just sounds fantastic. You know, anything with some sort of mezcal or any sort of tequila, this is mixed with your, your mayonnaise. I love shrimp, love seafood anyway, but... I just think that that'd be fantastic. What a, a combination of flavors! No, Black I sesame th- seeds. I mean, it is, the, the sesame seeds. I get such a, a unique t- taste in them. But black ones are just that. It just lifts flavor on, on anything that you put it on. No, I think that, I think it's a good call. I love I love when they go aioli instead of just saying fancy mayonnaise. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> because you know. But yeah, that, those those flavors all together. I think they'd be fantastic. It would kill me because I'm allergic to the shells of shrimp. Um, but, you know, whatever. So just don't hang out with me after you eat them, Stephen. I'd, I'd appreciate it. Just don't breathe on you. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, so uh, you can't slip on the tongue. Yeah, exactly. Not this time. All right, Tori, where are you going for your appetizer? 
Um, I am going to the California Grill, and I'm getting the California Combination Sushi Roll because it has jumbo, like the real jumbo crab, avocado, cucumber, and shrimp tempura. And you get to look at the Magic Kingdom while you're eating. So. I, that's like an appetizer with an appetizer. That's pretty phenomenal when you get that view. But yes, that would kill me as well. Jeez, Louise, you guys, you guys are out <laughs> to get me. This is just messed up. Whatever. Whatever. I, I, lo- I do. I love sushi, and I've never been to the California Grill for sushi. Um, but they, from everything I've heard, it is some of the best on property. So, uh, you know, I think it's a, a phenomenal, phenomenal choice. Anytime you can get up there for that view is uh, it's pretty it's pretty special for certain. You can eat anything there as long as you can watch fireworks. That'll be phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll, I, I actually have a, a spot where I'll have a nice view of the fireworks later on. But that's later. I won't say now. Dave, what do you got for an appetizer? I'm leaving Walt Disney World. I'm getting on a... Um... I'm getting on a transfer to uh, Port Canaveral, and I'm going to basically disappear for about four days, go to the Caribbean. And while I'm there, I'm going to go to Palo, and I'm going to have their tuna tartare, which is Uh absolutely amazing. I um, took one uh, trip on the Disney Dream where I was able to uh, uh, imbibe on this uh, delectable morsel. And it was just worth the entire price of the cruise, honestly. <laughs> and look at you using all those fancy words. I, I agree, Dave. And I really wish you played this game very well because you went to you obviously went on the on DCL. Um, if I thought a little bit more about it, I would have gone there too. Palo is, I think, probably my favorite one of my fa- favorite meals I've ever had. And we went twice on our three night, four day cruise, and it was ridiculous i recommend palo as highly as i possibly can not only for the food the service was ridiculous and the price is is outrageous you know uh it was i think it was like 25 bucks or something like that i'm gonna i'm Um, gonna suggest palo brunch on your sea day that one we could i was so mad we couldn't get that but we were able to get to dinner so i was pretty happy but yes i would say that too the next time we go on a cruise that that's pretty much i will well my thinking for that is because you have, you're on that you're on that rotation of the dining room and each dining room has its own charm so I just feel people should experience the dining rooms also because you might just get one during your uh, during your trip so that's why I right. recommend the brunch because you can actually still go to Palo and still have the dining room because who wants who wants to miss animator's palette right I oh, I agree and, and when I went there animator's palette was great and the night we were eating at enchanted garden it was this I think it was our third night. Um, the We already ate a Palo the night before, and we got our food. It didn't taste that good. <laughs> it was just, it was just not – I don't know what it was. It wasn't, like, to our liking. And we called Palo, and we actually – they had a reservation. We're like, can we come up right now? And they're like, absolutely. They said, somebody just canceled. We got so lucky. We ran up. We just took off and got to Palo and had dinner there instead. So it was actually pretty fun. All right. So to my appetizer – um, I'm going over to Disney Springs and I'm going to Wine Bar George um, and I'm getting their big board, um, charcuterie board. Um, it's for two. Uh, well, my wife and I were there last April. Uh, this was, we love charcuterie boards. This was off the charts good. Um, six artisanal cheeses, five artisanal meats, different condiments, olives, pickles, honeycomb, jams, uh, little crostinis. It was by far the best charcuterie board ever, and pair that with uh, phenomenal wines. Everybody there, the staff there knows their wines ridiculously good. George Milianos is always there. Um, he stopped by the table. He said hi. Uh, you know, he runs the place. He loves it. For those of you that do not know, I think there's like 249, 250 master sommeliers in the world. He is one of them. He is the gentleman that did start uh, California Grill. Uh, so he has his own restaurant, obviously, down in Disney Springs right now ridiculously good um so highly 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 recommend it there next time you are in the spring i'm gonna cheat also by the way oh shocking i'm just going to recommend that whoever uh, has a chance to go over to uh, wine bar george you need to try the dole whip mimosa Ooh. they use um instead of orange juice they use pineapple juice and pineapple dole whip mixed in with the champagne nice 
anything with Dole Whip's nice. It's a valid point. Then they have so they much. have a, a lime Dole Whip drink. They have a, they have two other drinks made with Dole Whips, and they have a slushy white Zinfandel that has some type of some other goodies in it. They're, they're all really good. That's awesome. All right, so that's on the list for my next trip, whenever that's going to be. I've already canceled twice, and they won't let me into the state anyway, so who knows? All <laughs> right, Stephen, what's your entree, buddy? No, because he's have have reprobated in. <laughs> they won't let me into the state. Let me in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Wilderness Lodge and go to Whispering Canyon. Uh, looking at all the menus over Disney, I mean, there's that many things that you could have. And there's that many different aspects, you know, there's fish, steak, you know, chicken, chili, there's everything that you can have. But if it's going to be my, I thought it was going to be my last meal ever, rather than my last meal see, ever. Even, see, Stephen, you got the idea what I was yeah. going for. Yes. Oh, I got it too. I just wanted to bust your chops. Yeah, whatever, Dave. <laughs> so if you're going out, you may as well take them with you. So... I'm going to go for the traditional skillet, which is oak smoked mustard barbecue beef brisket, which brisket over in the UK is totally different to what it is in America. I had it at the Polite Pig uh, last year and it was amazing. It really was, it was so melt in the mouth, delicious. So I have that. Uh, you get maple chipotle barbecue pork ribs, slow cooked pork ribs, citrus herb chicken, uh, Western style, so style sausage, smashed potatoes, butter corn, sauteed green beans, and a cornbread and salad. If that's not to die for, I really don't know what is. I mean, it's got everything there. It's got your starches, but your cornbread. Cornbread's just delicious. It really is. So, and you've got your your main meats. You know, you've got your brisket, you've got your, your ribs, you've got your pulled pork, and you've got your chicken, as well as a sausage thrown in. Nice. Again, this is all you care to eat. So it's not a buffet, but you could sit there all day and just stuff your face nonstop with this stuff until it's dripping down the side of your mouth. <laughs> Stephen um, found a way to yeah. cheat. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> I um I I think that's phenomenal. You're right. It's not a buffet. You're absolutely right. Um, I've had this. I, it, this is, you're right, 100%. This, if you have a meal that you need to go and you're, you're about to, you know, you're, you're about to die, see you later, kick the bucket, never eat again, whatever. This may be a really good way to go. Everything on that skillet is phenomenal. I think it's really good. It's a lot of fun, obviously, in that um, in the restaurant itself. And to be honest with you, with the way everything's going, I think all buffets um, are going to turn to all you care to eat like this. So, you know, I think when... You know, I obviously Animal Kingdom Lodge is closed right now and it's not opening. You know, they don't have a they don't have a date yet when that's opening. Well, meaning Jumbo House Kadani's are is opening on the 22nd of June. Um, you know, but even like say something like Boma, I think they're going to have to come with like African inspired dishes that they're going to have to they'll have a menu and say, you know, you get this option or a skillet like this or a grouping like this. And this is what you get. And then you kind of kind of keep the quote-unquote buffet going but they're going to all turn it i think they'll all you know care to eat but whispering canyon is a lot of fun ask for ketchup the horse races you know um actually i had a uh, moonshine plate over there dave which was actually pretty good too i have had that also and yeah. then afterwards that's when they called all the men up to perform i'm a little teapot i was not there for that shucks because i would have been a darn good teapot i'm just saying <laughs> well all right, Tori, give me your entree. Um, all right, this is something Michelle and I both agreed on because we think it's actually over uh, underrated because it's actually super affordable, and especially since I just spent a lot of money at California Grill for the app. We're going to go to Be Our Guest, and I'm going to get the scallops with the mushroom risotto and butter sauce for, uh, for our main. Nice. Now it's, it's $65 for three courses. We've never had a bad meal there. You know, Beast comes out every 20, 30 minutes and you get to eat in one of the three main rooms of the castle. So, And I think really nice. I, I think once they went to the price fix menu, I think that's I think they, they, they were on something because we've had breakfast there. I think it's completely overrated. It's it's just you want to get in the castle. It's too expensive. It's you don't get great food. Lunch has always been our, our sweet spot, um, you know, and then the one time we did dinner before the price fix. 
Uh, we, you know, it was okay. It wasn't anything great, but all the, from what I'm hearing, you know, and obviously with you, uh, knowing your food the way you do, um, you know, you're saying that it's really good. And, you know, I, it sounds like that's what everybody's saying since they've gone to this, this way, I think they brought the quality back. Um, and, you know, and obviously the, you can't beat the atmosphere, you know, eating in the castle is, is so much fun. I love doing that. So that's, that's awesome. Um, and you yeah, can have a beer. I thought scallops, the beast with scallops. Just, I don't just see that, but whatever. I think it's a great, great idea. And plus you get to have all Sorry. the other courses with your dinner, so it's not well, a buffet. A little, a little. Nope, nope, again. Just get to, you know, a little, little round the rules. Very mm -hmm. good. He plays just like just like Steven. <laughs> it's like he's been on before. This is awesome. All right, Dave, what do you have for an entree? Well... You never. You said that we can't go to a uh, buffet and get the whole buffet for it, but you never said that we can't go to the Hoop Dee Doo Musical Review and have You're dinner there. Right. So I'm. So I could technically have all of the dinner there and the dessert and all the appetizers and make that my entree and still go for dessert. Uh, you could. I could, but I'm not. I just wanted to point that out <laughs> to you because I, I realized the little loophole that, obviously. The other, the other two already beat me to it, so it's kind of a moot point yeah. now. But I, if if it was uh, if it was Chuck hosting and everything, and if he was going crazy oh, about God. that, I would definitely do it because it, because <laughs> who doesn't like to bust Chuck's chops? But with that we were said, we discussing that today, and Jillian said, "This is who's on tonight." I says, "Well, this is well, we get wish upon a cookie. We've got Dave. We'll get Pat, and I think Chuck is on." And I went, oh, God. I said, you may as well just put anything in there. Just, he's going to cheat anyway. <laughs> so, so true. instead, though, because I guess that was my honorable mention that I had to just throw in there and shoehorn in. Um, you know you know how I feel about Tiffin's. It's my favorite restaurant on property. I'm going to um, go over there, and I'm going to have whatever Wagyu beef Entree is on currently on the menu. They have a seasonal menu, but there's always Wagyu beef, and it's it's always delicious. They usually um, pair it up with some type of African root vegetable and some type of uh, common vegetable, but whatever they end up doing, the spices and everything each time, it's just delectable. That's. It's on my, it's on my, you know, um, my living list for sure. I would love to, you know, get the Tiffins. Um, you know, you talk about it, you wax poetically about it all the time. Uh, um, you know, so I think that's a, you know, a phenomenal choice. Here's the thing. I, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Animal Kingdom, I think, you know, again, they have such unique places to eat. And, uh, you know, especially, you know, the, the, the way they can prepare foods African with the African inspired dishes, you know, I, I just love it down there. That's why I wrote, probably why we're going to get some points at Animal Kingdom Lodge. But I digress anyway. Uh, so phenomenal. Uh, my entree. Here's the thing. I'm going over to La Cellier and here's the here's the thing with that. I, I, I've been to La Cellier a couple times and I've I've never bought the hype of it. And I'm just like, yeah, it's OK. It's whatever, you know, um, but. The last time we went, I ended up getting their USDA prime rib, uh, prime ribeye, and oh my god, I fell in love with La Cellier again. I don't, I'm not gonna fall in love with the prices there. You know, we spent <laughs> way, way too much money on that meal for a family of five. Um, but that steak, I don't know if it was that day, the way it was crusted, you know, the the accompaniments with it, like it was my favorite steak that I've ever had in my life. And that's the other times I, the other time I went, I couldn't say that, you know, I've been to Yachtsman. I still haven't been over to Shula's, um, you know, so I've had steaks on property and this just was, it was just ridiculous. I was talking about it for weeks after with my wife. So, you know, that's where I would definitely go. And I was very surprised with that was the one that popped into my head right away, you know, because I, I, I love Chico. I thought that meal was phenomenal. You know, I, I'm, I'm simple and I, I, you know, I love the just going over to 50s prime time and getting the meatloaf. I loved homecoming. Uh, that chicken sandwich there is phenomenal. But no, ultimately, I went with the uh, La Cellier USDA prime ribeye for my entree. All right. Last round. 
What's up, Stephen? I was going to say, I've been to La Salle once, and it really was it's a phenomenal meal, but I think it's going to be a totally different aspect now with the social distancing. I mean, obviously, the tables, oh, yeah. you, you go in there, and the, the tables are like two feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. Now the fact that it's going to have to be like two meters away, it'll make it into a, That's, probably a more for, romantic for setting our, for that. <laughs> for all our U.S. listeners, if that's six feet. Yeah, six feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but as it's going to make a, a, whole, a whole new sort of romantic setting, rather than obviously everybody tripping over each, each other, you will be able to have a, a sort of romantic secluded meal yeah. Rather than having to listen to about three, four different conversations because everybody's jam-packed next to you. Yeah, that's gonna and and that's a really, really good point, Stephen. I love that you brought that up because that that's actually gonna make that reservation that much harder. Yeah. To get, um, you know, it's still when it was a one when it was a one uh, service or one credit for your dining plan, which they don't have those anymore either, right? As of right now, you know, it was it, it, it was like the secret, and then everybody the secret got out. And then it was impossible to get. And then they went to the two dining credits, you know, and it was a little bit easier to get, but it's still not, you know, simple, simple to get. Uh, but I think now with that, yeah, you're right, because you are jammed in that little cellar. So, you know, wow. Steven's on point. This is great thinking there. All right. So what's your dessert, Steven? Your last meal, you're you're kicking the bucket tomorrow. Sorry, buddy. So, so where are we going? I'm going out the International Gateway. And I'm heading over to Beaches and Cream. And normally what you would think is, oh, he's going to go for the kitchen sink. You know, he'll be there all week. But no, I'm going to just cut it down a wee bit. I said, I'll go for the, the mini Mickey sink, which is half, <laughs> uh, half the price. But I would be able to probably finish that one rather than uh, have brain freeze with the kitchen sink. I've done a kitchen sink before and it is... There was four of us trying to finish it. Steven, and it is phenomenal. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. Oh boy, what did he you do? You have me so disappointed. What? I was hoping you were going to say the No Way Jose because I just wanted to hear how you would actually pronounce Jose with your accent. <laughs> no Way Jose? I just wanted to see how that was going to play out. It, it, was, it, was, it would have been so musical. I'm like, he's going to say it, he's going to say it, he's going to say it. And instead of hits, I hear Mickey Sink. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Josie. Josie's a, 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 an abbreviated version of Josephine over here. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, no, it's not the, the no way Josie. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it's exactly the kitchen sink. This mini one. I mean, I think it, you would be able to finish it probably yourself. Uh, but it's like the kitchen sink. It's got everything in it. Absolutely everything. So, uh, and then we have cherry on top. And... If it was going to be my last meal, I don't know what I would do with it. Does it have a whole can of whipped cream? Along with it as well. <laughs> do you have? Do you have a? Does it have a whole can of whipped cream too? Yeah, well, do I? Let me see. Whipped cream. It just. It just says whipped cream. It doesn't say a whole oh, can. Not, a, not a whole can. Maybe it's, maybe it's half a can because it's only half, half a can. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I, again, great choice. Love beaches and cream. Um, my kids tried the uh, the kitchen sink. You're right. That's that's crazy. So the the miniaturized version, um, you know, or a Mickey sized version, I think is just right up your alley for that. Especially, I don't know how you're walking after your your entree to get you know. But if you walk, you know, far enough, you might be able to get your dessert appetite. All right, Tori, what do you got for dessert? All right, well, since we're dying tomorrow, I'm getting a scoop of caramel floor to sell ice cream from the France Pavilion, and I'm getting a Dole Whip from the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're like, there's no rules anymore. We're out. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Any, hey, I'm going to say anything, anything where you could add a Dole Whip to anything is fantastic. It's going to make me smile every single time. Um, what kind of ice cream was it from the French Pavilion? Caramel what? A floor to sell. Such a salt. Ah. Oh. Jeez, fancy. Like always it. go for the always go for the coconut. Oh, it's so delicious. <laughs> There's only one problem with it. There's coconut in it. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, God. Dave's this a hater. This is no good shellfish in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's great. All right, Dave. Let's see. Where are you going? What do you got for a dessert? Okay, so uh... I'm actually going to uh, go with my all-time standby. 
and my favorite thing is I'm going over to the Magic Kingdom to watch the fireworks and I'm going to end the night I I'm going to end oh, the night with my whip served on top one. of a pineapple upside down cake. So, Dave, I, I knew for a fact that that's where you were going um, as soon as you said you were going to your favorite dessert and all that stuff. I almost was going to go to Disney Springs, and try, but I haven't tried it yet. I was, I was going yeah, yeah. to thinking the Dole Whip nachos, which is basically they take waffle cones and they make it like that. But then I was thinking, you know, yeah. chunks of waffle that's... cones or pineapple upside down cake. Pineapple upside down cake. All right, cool. So I'm going to the top of the world lounge. So for those of you that do not know, this is a lounge that DVC members can get into. It is on the top of Bay Lake Tower. And I am going to get their famous seven layer cake. Now, this seven layer cake is made for two. Um, it is, you know, I, I'm telling you right now, go to Google, find reviews on it. Disney Food Blog's done it. Uh, you know, get a picture of it. It is chocolate cake, yellow cake, mousse, more mousse, ganache, and the salted caramel sauce drizzled over the top. Holy cow. This thing is ridiculously good. Eat that, you know, then go outside, watch the fireworks from top of uh, the World Lounge off the Bay Lake Tower. They have a nice patio outside that you can see it from, or the windows are big enough. If you have a good seat by the window, you can obviously see it from there with the music being pumped in. So it is phenomenal. Love it, love it, love it. Just like I love this show, but unfortunately, our time has come and we have to end it. We can talk forever about Disney, I understand, but we do need to wrap this up. So, all right, let's go around the uh, around the table and say, tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. Steven. Yeah, you can get me on Twitter and Instagram at SJM Disney. Tori. Uh, you can find Michelle and I on Instagram at wishuponacookie201, or you can come visit us at our website at wishuponacookie.com. Dave. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Figments Reality. And you could find me at Daily Walt Disney on Twitter. You can find all of us at the Mickey Dudes Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Just look us up. We're there. Um, you know, we're ready to talk about what your last Disney meal would be. Where did we go wrong? Where did we go right? I know that we're stuffed and we're ready to to meet our maker or whatever is going to happen. Dave's just, <laughs> Dave's like, no, I'm just not coming back till like, you know, Tuesday, but whatever. Um, you know, so let us know how we did. Let us know what your favorite things are and we'll discuss. We love to interact with you guys. So 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We are thinking about Disney. Let us be your, let us be your fix every week. Have a good night, everybody. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.